Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. If you haven't done it already, I really think you should check out MarketSmart's new white paper titled Fundraising Automation, the Nonprofit Leader's Guide to Optimizing Operations. Here's why. You probably have plenty of prospects identified, more than enough for each gift officer. But while these folks might have capacity and affinity, according to prospect research, in most cases, they're not ready to meet with your staff. You know this is true when you reach out and they don't engage and answer your calls or emails. That's why you need to read this white paper. It will help you understand how you can warm up your identified prospects so they pre-qualify themselves for your outreach. That way, your staff will stay more focused, working with the major donor prospects who said they are ready while automating cultivation for the rest until they signal that they're ready. Think of it like this. With fundraising automation, you're basically adding a helper to your team who works 24-7 and never takes vacations. One who knows exactly what to say to help people move themselves forward so they lean in and even raise their hands or set an appointment with a gift officer entirely on their own. This white paper will help you understand how you can deliver this kind of truly donor-centric cultivation automatically so you won't have to hire more staff. Instead, you'll optimize the great people you've already got and raise more money more efficiently. Download the free white paper on fundraising automation from MarketSmart now at imarketsmart.com optimize to learn all you need to know so you can decide whether to build an automated cultivation system on your own or you might want to avoid that headache and get MarketSmart to do it for you in a matter of weeks. Either way, I urge you to check out this free report at imarketsmart.com optimize. There's something that happens just about every single time someone decides to give a really significant gift to an organization. And the thing that I'm thinking of is someone asked them for it. Now, we know this is true in major gifts. It's exceedingly rare that someone just wakes up and decides, I'm going to give $50,000 to Acme Nonprofit. It almost always happens because someone has been in relationship with them for a while, understands them, understands what causes they care about, why they care about this one, and asks them for something specific. Most Donors don't just wake up and say, you know what, let's give $10,000 randomly to this organization. It happens, but it's rare. It's way more common that someone asked them. The same thing is true when it comes to getting raises. If you want to get a raise, the, I mean, <laughs> the two most important things you can do are one, make yourself worthy of that raise. You know, one of Dave Ramsey's lines that I love is, your raise is effective when you are. And it's so true. If you want to raise, make yourself incredibly valuable to the organization. And we'll talk about that more momentarily. But the second thing, and I think is so obvious but so often overlooked, is you need to ask for it. Most organizations do not just reward their employees because they're kicking butt. 
it it sh- they they should, but they don't. <laughs> and so what you need to do is you need to go ask your boss for a raise. If you think you're deserving of one, you need to bring up that conversation. It shouldn't be the way that it happens, but it is. And so you need to go and do that if you want to raise. And I, you know, I think back on my career and I've, I got about something like five or six raises over the course of the seven years I was working in major gifts. And every single one of them happened because I asked for them. Now, I, it's not the case that I got a raise every time I asked for one. Uh, many times it was a uh, long, drawn-out process that could be frustrating, especially earlier in my career. But um, none of them happened because people just saw I was kicking butt and they were like, you know what, we want to give you a bunch more money. I had to be the one to address it. And I advise organizations that I work with now to not put their gift officers in those positions and everything should be clearly defined. You should have, uh, like when someone accepts a job at your organization, I think you should have, this is what you need to do to be employed here (laughs) uh, 12 months from now or whatever the time period is. And this is what you need to, like there's a certain level that you need to hit to be uh, performing as you should. Then there's another level that's like, hey, if you don't hit this much, you don't have a job here at this time. And then the final category is, well, what if you exceed all that and you hit these metrics, you hit these goals, you raise this much money, then then you should be compensated uh, this much more. And you know, we're going to have that conversation on this date. And if you deserve a raise as defined in our agreement, then it will be effective on this date. All that should be outlined by your employer before you accept a role. But it almost never is. And so the first thing I'd say is push for that in your, uh, if an organization wants to hire you, push for that, get it in writing. And I wouldn't accept a job unless I had that. But If you're already in the role and you don't have the ability to have that uh, added to the agreement, then you just need to go bring it up. You need to schedule a meeting with your boss and have a conversation about compensation. And I know this works because I did it successfully. I also, I made a post not too long ago, like sometime towards the end of last year about asking for raises and you know if you're deserving of one and i know at least one person got a significant raise because they wouldn't ask their boss for one okay so one option you go ask for a raise and your boss is like yes amazing here you go you're going to give you exactly what you asked for that's unlikely to happen but it will happen in some instances what's maybe a better way to approach the conversation is to ask your boss like let's say let's say you're making $50,000 a year and you want to make $70,000 a year you can go ask your boss like during the conversation about increased compensation tell him hey i know you know when i came into this role these were kind of expectations and salary we never have had a conversation about what the future might look like so i was hoping we could have that now would that be all right sure yeah go for it i would just ask him something like 
you know, I would really like to earn $70,000 a year or whatever the number is. What would you, what would you need from me to be of that much value to the organization? If I were to earn $70,000 a year, what would I have to be doing? Uh, what type of results would I have to be achieving to get there? And see if you can get that put in writing and work towards it and make it happen. Um, if you, because if you just go in, you know, I was thinking about this. I, I like to watch the show Shark Tank. And there's a lot of there's a lot of founders of these companies that think their their thing is worth millions of dollars and it's not. Or, you know, they whatever it is, they think the company is way more valuable than it actually is. And I think there's a lot of us in the fundraising world. There's two sides of the same coin. You know, sometimes organizations don't value their gift officers enough. But also there are times where we value ourselves too much, kind of like the the entrepreneur going into Shark Tank that's got a great idea. And yeah, it's probably extremely valuable in the future, but right now it doesn't have that level of value. And so we can put ourselves into a false sense of what our value really is. And if we're able to just put something on paper with our boss, we you know, it's so easy to get into this feeling of like, it's a personal attack against me or they're not valuing me and make it very personal. And if we can just put it on paper, this is what success looks like. This is what it takes to achieve this level of compensation. Then it's no longer so personal because either you achieve it or you don't. Now, if your leader will not put those things in writing, then that is not uh, a good sign. And if you need to go earn more money and your boss will never put anything to writing, I would start probably looking for another job. And I, But I wouldn't take that job unless you find it somewhere that is willing to put that stuff in writing because it's the difference between a potentially very successful uh, stint at an organization or just another time when you're just hating it, looking for the next opportunity. The last thing I'll tell you is you're going to ask and you're going to get told no. I mean, the number of times I asked for raises was, and I got told no was frequent. And, you know, what I wanted to earn versus what I was actually paid were significant discrepancies. And that's just part of the job. <laughs> just like in major gifts, many times you're going to ask and the answer is going to be no or it's going to be less than you asked for. Same is true when you're asking for a raise. You got to ask, but many times it's going to be no, or it's going to be less than you asked for, but it will set you up over time to earn more within that organization because the squeaky wheel gets the grease as they say. And if you keep bringing it up and you keep providing value, eventually you, that is the path to increased conversation. And the last thing I'll say is if you really think you're being dealt a bad hand and you're just raising so much money and outperforming everyone who's ever had the role before and you've just got a boss that's a horrible piece of trash and just would rather harm the organization than pay you what you're worth. Um, if that's the case, then one, go get another job or two, if you really are that good, which a lot of people think they are, it may be time to go start your own thing. If you 
are so good that you should be receiving vastly greater compensation, then go try your hand in the open market and getting some clients uh, consulting or coaching gigs. And you may find out that, one, you are that good and you get paid a ton more. Or two, you might find out, it could just be that coaching or consulting isn't your thing, but you also might find out that you're not as good as you thought you were. And that is a common a common thing that happens a lot as well. And so I know I was definitely uh, one of those Shark Tank uh, entrepreneurs earlier in my career. I valued myself significantly higher than the numbers would actually, uh, what the story they would actually tell. But over time, you know, nearly a decade later in my career, um, I'm where I feel like I am valued for what I'm worth. And so keep pushing forward. Keep asking for raises. If you can't get a raise, uh, ask what is the path to receiving the level of compensation you desire. And if none of that works out over a significant period of time, then I'd start looking for a new job or start doing some consulting work or coaching on the side. And maybe that'll turn into your new full-time career. But I hope that has helped you. If you do go ask for a raise and you get it, please let me know. I love hearing those stories. Keep up the great work, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. If you want to learn how you really can become valuable to the organization so that you are uh, likely to receive significant increased compensation, go check out my course, Major Gift Millions. OneVisitAway.com slash millions. I tripled my income at the same organization over about a six-year period, and a lot of it was just because I delivered incredible value and raised millions of dollars. The course gives you the exact blueprint on how to do that, along with encouragement and motivation to go make it happen. So go check out the course, onevisitaway.com slash millions. I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from growing your mission and your impact.